We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings Week 15 Best Bets NFL Gold, Silver, Bronze. Remember to smash like to the episode and we still have $1,500 to give away as a part of the Mayo Media Network Christmas bonus presented by Toe Tag and Tambo. Tower Tambolini, who was in New Orleans this weekend fighting for that $2.5 million grand prize at the DraftKings World Fantasy Football Championship. So... Good luck to Tambo. He's not going to be on the show tomorrow because he's in New Orleans. Chris Meany will step in for him again. We had a great week when Meany was on last time, so hopefully that can go through and Tambo can win the big Mondays. But that 1500 bucks, if you want to get in, there's an easy way to do it right off the hop. Sub to Mayo Media Network. Boom. There's a ballot in the draw for you. You want to know the rest? Hit the description. There is a link that shows you how to get all of the ballots. We'll be giving away another $500 on Friday show, then $1,000 the following Friday when Tambo is back in studio. So go do that right now. Additionally, you should sub to the Hammer HQ on YouTube right now and go to the Forward Progress channel where you can see more of me, Rob, and Cam making our picks quick form for Survivor for the rest of the season. So go subscribe to that right now. And the DraftKings Listeners League, there are two this week, one for Saturday, one for Sunday. The Saturday is almost full, so go get your spots right now in both three max entries. So get three spots each in both. The links are down in the description. 
Fellas, I had a fantastic week last week. You guys, not so yeah. much for the first time you, in ages. Well, I, I think I said last week, I'm pretty sure I'm going to go to it. If I had to set lines on going two and one, it would be minus 200. And I went two and one, which has been the case now. But I will give you credit, Pat, because you are, you know, you said we were kind of holding the ship afloat for a little bit over the course of the year and your picks weren't too good. And this is the, the thing with the show. It's very much like, you know, Jerry Seinfeld's life, right? kind of even Steven, it balances out. So now, you know, you bring it back up. It's very nice that we could have your 3-0 last week to boost everyone up. And by the way, your picks won pretty comfortably last week as yeah, well. So excellent. it wasn't just like a, a 3 Excellent like picks. Easy. Yeah. That was your best week, Pat. Like you just, you crushed it last week, buddy. Get the same vibes going. That's the NFL. I don't know what happened. Remember, Rob, we talked about with those Italian buddies years is like, go have a tomato bath when you're on tilt. Like I had a month where like it was a disaster. Everything went wrong. And then all of a sudden, like you said it, like I'm, I'm like, oh, hey, I got Cleveland in this game versus Tampa Bay late touchdown. Like things change. Like it's very streaky. Like right now we were on fire for a while. You get a little bit cold and uh, I got I got to hand it to Mayo. That was a brilliant week. Pat. Good work. Well, it would have been a fantastic week because Cleveland really should have covered that game against Cincinnati. I don't think they should have won. But since yeah, we were since, yeah, since, we're since he played their like C minus game and was an autopilot the entire time and just Cleveland couldn't. Yeah. And get couldn't score a touchdown. You screw, mean screw you mean Cleveland bringing Jacoby Brissett in on fourth and one <laughs> to throw a bomb is not a good idea. Or, or how about roughing the, roughing the punter on fourth and sixteen? How about that for the Cleveland Browns as well? I mean, this stuff is beyond our control sometimes. But yeah, I mean, if you just look at the pure box score metrics of the game, it was way closer than the, the final score indicated. So who do I hate more, Rob? Cleveland or Houston? Oh yeah, and by the way, Houston. Oh, you're Houston. Their team totals like what is it like six and a half, and they almost beat Dallas outright. Like this is the thing: the minute you get off something, right? It's like, oh, you know, we got to take a fourteen point dog in that game, right? Like, honest to God, I hate both of those teams so much. If, if the Cleveland Browns and Te- Houston Texans didn't exist, I'd have my mortgage paid off, Pat. Like, I hate those teams. They it screw is. you every single week, no matter which side you every bet on. time. Yep, hate them. There was years ago where the Browns were so much worse, though. There was like this. There was this year where they were just terrible. Like Deshaun Kaiser was their starting quarterback and everyone would convince themselves that they were the sharp play every single week. And they'd be covering until like two minutes left in every single game. And then just backbreaking pick six or fumble <laughs> six or something would go wrong. They covered like four games that entire year. That, that was like this Browns. I can't compare it to that level of Browns, which was just like seven point dog every game, 10 point dog every game. Find a way to break your heart in the last minute. Did you know... That I, I obviously you guys probably didn't watch the cuss show from this week, but he's now went on record twice, and we keep telling him he's insane that he agreed with Salah's decision for the Jets to kick that field goal from the nine yard line on fourth and one instead of going for the touchdown. Yeah, why not, Pat? When I got the Bills, right? But, okay, <laughs> hey, honestly, Buffalo Bill too. No, here's the thing. You don't kick a field goal when you're at the six. You kick yeah. a field goal when you're at the twenty. You gotta get you gotta get two scores anyway. Anyway, regardless. That was a joke. The Bills were covering in that game. You guys saw it too, the safety too, and then the Bills are just sleepwalking. That game almost felt fixed. Like, I'm like, here we go. We have no chance in that game. I don't know why I laid 10 points. See, Pat, I got to stick with my loser dogs, like the Lions and my kitty cats, because they always come through for me. Must may be a doctor, but he's definitely not a mathematician. I'll tell you that. I've seen some of his galaxy brain takes on these field goal situations before, (laughs) and uh, they don't don't drive with the map. What kind of doctor is he? He's a doctor. He got to wear one of those of what? Uh, Of what? Political theory, I think. 
wow. So what do you do? Like you, you, you when Stephen Harper's in the chair, he just like shakes it down and gives him like <laughs> tips on how to be a better guy when he's like leading the gut. Like I don't get political theory. So like, I don't understand. Like he doesn't like bring out the stethoscope and like look me over or, you know, prod me or do anything like that. Or I don't sit down with him and tell him I have major problems. Like he's not a shrink, right? That That is, is he correct. A shrink? No, he's not a shrink. Okay. So I, I don't know the anyway, application. I don't want to get into it. I don't I like know the dust. application of his degree in real life. I'm not sure what you you get out of a doctorate in political theory. You, I don't like. You, I don't know what that leads to. You 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 have two choices. You can be a professor or you work for the government. Yes, mm. both are great. Know what? Excellent choices, Pat. And working for the government means you're set for life. Actually, you know what? Cust is even smarter than I thought he was. God, I'd love a government job. Well, he he we on we did say Cam. Do you have like a step counter on your phone? a step counter on my phone like no like I, rob you know what i'm talking about right yeah yeah, yeah oh, i know actually i do know like yeah. i sound stupid i know what you're talking about no i don't have a step counter on my phone when i exercise pat i literally do one thing like you know i'm sitting watching a game in my underwear i put on pants i put on a shirt i put on a coat and i go around a track and when i do it four times i go you know what and it's over 30 40 minutes i go that's my exercise for the day i don't need i don't need a damn watch to tell me what i'm doing in my life like you know what people i wouldn't mind one for the for the heart monitor because like you know what i mean if i'm gonna have a heart attack or something like that that would be a nice treat but uh no i don't have a step counter he was at 141 steps when we recorded on tuesday rob what time pretty- you, you guys record tuesday nights tuesday at 4 30 p.m it's almost impossible. That I, 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 what is he? I, I don't even know how that's humanly possible. Like just getting up from your bed to like go is, make a coffee in the morning is, is probably. 50? I don't know. I don't know the layout of Cust's place. I don't know, but I imagine that that's at least fifty. Then you go to your like. I don't even know how that. I I'm trying to fathom. Like, does this guy not urinate during the day as well? Like, I just the trip about thirty to the times in the night. That'll, that'll give me a, a smooth five hundred steps. Easy. And the way I struggle with my sleep machine, like a snake, like, you know what I mean? I get up, I move. Yeah, you're right, Rob. Like, you should have, like, thousands of steps by doing remedial things. Like, like just just existing gives you steps. Yeah. What's this like, guy do, Pat? Is he Perry Como? Does he tape shows in his bed with maybe, his duvet on? Maybe. Maybe that's what he just works on his laptop from his bed. Who knows? <laughs> sounds like, kind of nice. I could, I could see Jeff at 141 steps at that time because Jeff might hit hit the volcano in the morning, you know, do a, a vape, and he's just like stuck in his couch That's the true. entire day. Good right? call during a Chargers game. Eight steps. No, yeah. no, 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 no. After, no, no, no. after watching after watching anything Jeff has money on over the years, he probably takes five thousand steps during any Chargers game, just oh, pacing back it- and forth. Good call. I, I pace all the time too. It's actually kind of a weird, like it's actually disturbing. Like I, I do it all the time. Pace, 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 pace. But I just thought Jeff during a charger game, hit the volcano and hit the crown Royal. And then just like took a dirt nap and watched the game. Didn't move too much, but yeah. Pacing. Uh, yeah, that's what you do when you're stressed out, Pat. I do it all the time. Gold picks for week number 15. Feeling good about this week. So this means it's all going to blow up in my face. So we have three games on Saturday. We have the 11-game slate on Sunday, one on Monday, one on Thursday, obviously. So there are a lot to choose from. Full complement of games back for the first time since Thanksgiving week. And we weren't eligible to pick the Thanksgiving games on this show because we were doing a special Thanksgiving show. But I'm going to start with the Saturday game, the middle child game of the week. We were discussing the Cleveland Browns a little bit earlier. They are three-point favorites at home against the Baltimore Ravens. I 
don't care who's playing quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens, although it's looking more and more like Huntley is actually going to return and play in this game. I love the Ravens plus three. I just with the way that Deshaun Watson has played so far, this game finishes 15 to 10 for the Ravens. The Ravens win this by a field goal. They win it by five. This is a, I don't know how the Browns are going to move the ball on the Ravens defense, which has been out of this world. Good over the past, basically since they got Roquan Smith. Mm-hmm. I endorse your pick. I hate Cleveland. Like I know what it is. I don't even care. You're right. You know what the third quarterback is, Rob? I'm thinking it's Anthony Brown from the University of Oregon. Is that not correct? It used to be Trace McSorley from Penn State. I think Brown's it, it, the third An- Anthony Brown came in last week, but I believe they also signed Brett Hundley off the practice squad now. Is Anthony Brown sucked last oh, week? Oh, he's horrible. He's yeah. he, he, I, I gotta be honest with you, I don't think he'd do well in the CFL. That guy <laughs> sucks. He can't throw. Yeah, his accuracy blows. So, so you're telling me they have Huntley and Huntley? They have two Huntleys? Huntley yeah. and Hundley. Yes, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, Hundley. Okay. Hun- Brett Hundley. 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 Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, so if a total of 37 in this game, very low. So inherently, the points are more valuable with the underdog, right? Because if you're betting Cleveland, you now need them to win by margin by more than a field goal in a game with a very low total. So can completely understand why someone likes Baltimore in the game, especially with Huntley, Tyler Huntley trending upwards. It's been a horrible start for Deshaun Watson. If you look at EPA per drive, Watson's first two starts have been two of the six worst offensive performances of the Kevin Stefanski era in Cleveland. It's been really, really bad offensively for them. I do think that they will trend up over time. I don't know that this is the game where it's a short week. Trend up over time, Rob. The season's almost over. Well, I'm saying with each passing start, like it got better. As bad as it was last week, it got better than the Texans game the week before, right? And I think it will continuously get better for Deshaun Watson. The only challenge I have, Pat, by the way, I'm not disagreeing with the pick. I'm, I'm fine with the three. I just sometimes like take a step back and I'm like, I know it's not the same Deshaun Watson. I get it. But it is Deshaun Watson laying a field goal against Tyler Huntley. That's my only, like, I, I can't really get that out of my head because there's going to be a game where it clicks, I think, for the Browns. Huntley's all right, though. The thing is, like, when he when he was the backup to Lamar Jackson before, he was really, really good. He didn't well, play raw. He won okay. one game. You covered a bunch of spreads for you, but that doesn't really mean he was really good. He can cover this one for me, too. Yeah, I, exactly. I, did, I, did, I just know what, Grub? Yeah, you said it, Pat. When you cover spreads, you're damn good. I don't care. Just cover the damn number. And the thing is, you've seen the stiffs out in this league. You've seen these, oh, blah, blah, Baker Mayfield. Guy makes two good throws, and they're, like, anointing him like the king now. Like, this. this he won this, offensive player yeah, of the week. I know. The for what? For what one joke? joke? <laughs> I know. This league, honest to God, these people who vote on that stuff should all be fired. Like, that's ridiculous. The guy sucked. He made two two throws in the game, and you're calling him offensive player of the week? Ugh, anyway, let's not get into it. Like, uh, I, I just don't think that Huntley and – okay, Rob, will you agree? Compared to most backups in the league, at least he's serviceable and kind of can win you a game. I, I'd say he's, he's a, Hunt, I, I'd say he's a top Huntley's 10 a backup. Tier. I'd say he's a top, I would say a top, a top tier backup. Yes. Yeah, good. We all agree. Yeah, he's we still a agree. significant drop-off from Lamar Jackson, though. And Stefanski's such a fuck, fuck face, he can't even cover versus a cat when he's 8-0. You didn't even cover versus the... Ooh, oh, I forgot see, about the cat. I told cat you about trend. that. That was why we bet Cleveland, remember? Ooh, 8-0 versus cats. 8-1 now, jerk. I mean, that does, sound, I mean that, that does sound like one of the trends that Rob loves in order to bet on things. So, yeah, I, I can see why you guys bet on things. <laughs> I agree. I mean, That's what, what it, my database says. If you the, beat cats, then we bet them. But, no, 
didn't we, work. Yeah, it was. I mean, eight and one is still a very good number it against is. cat teams. We might have to use that next time the Browns play a cat team. I don't know what their record is, though, against bird teams. That's what we really need to know. Cat teams are hot. Think about it. Jaguars got to win. Panthers are like, I have a bet on them winning that division at a million. Lions are on fire. Yeah. And Bengals are on fire. All cats. I think you'll oh. be very happy with the thumbnail for the show this week, Cam. Yeah, you are. No. You're, you're, you're really going no. You're really going to enjoy the thumbnail for this show. So, oh, thank you. I, I, when you. So you guys talk about this stuff before I even get here? No, I I tweeted out the thumbnail. You just didn't see it. I'm guessing Rob did. I did. Yeah, I Rob's, woke up and Rob's, saw it. Yes. Rob's so, on top. Of so st- I'm just sh- I'm shaking off last night's uh, drinking after Morency's show. But uh, anyway, drinking uh, af- after Morency's show. Would you start drinking at 3 a.m.? What do you want me to do, Pat? It's two o'clock. Like, I, I literally like I can't do it. Like I go to bed. I do a show. I have a nap and then I get fired up to do a show. You can't like that's the whole problem. I, when you I, take breaks doing shows. It. I can't I can't go to sleep. I get it. I right? try. I, I try to tell my wife this when I get home after recording. I'm just like, oh. I, I'm like, I'm still like jazzed up for a few hours here. Like, I, exactly. I, get, I get that it's 11 p.m., but like, I need to get everything out of my system here. I can't just go get home, walk in the door, and go to bed just because it's 11 o'clock. My girlfriend loves it when I do the Wednesday show. She's like, "Can I come downstairs and have a couple drinks with you at two o'clock in the morning?" I'm like, "Sure." I mean, you know, what What are we gonna do? I got a couple hours, and then Mayo's. Uh, I'm on the line with Mayo and Pozzola at nine a.m. Like I, you said it, Pat. I can't go to bed. I just I can't sleep. So Rob, like I said, stylistically, I think this really benefits this matchup. Just looking at what the Ravens do well, what the Browns want to do, I think it just clashes. Like the best run defense in the league over the past five weeks is the Ravens. Now that J.K. like they were running the ball effectively anyway, and now that J.K. Dobbins is back, they're still just going to be able to pound into the ground. What do the Browns not do? Can't stop the run at all. So unless we get this Deshaun Watson, oh, all of a sudden it clicks, he's back, he's beating people deep. It's just, I don't see how Cleveland's going to score points. So the only thing I'll say to that is Cleveland has had to respect the pass in a lot of these games where they couldn't stop the run. Um, not all of them. They don't have a good run defense. You're right about that. But if you look at the Browns, excuse me, the Ravens receiving core, well, Devin Duverday, uh, Demarcus Robinson, who's the third receiver? Mark Stiffs Incorporated. No, it's Deshaun Jackson that they they brought off like you know yeah. re- out of retirement basically to play for them. Demarcus Robinson's questionable, by the way, this week as well. Like they don't have receivers, so if you're going to play the Ravens, you're just going to clamp down and stack the box and make one of these guys beat you one on one. The Browns have decent cornerbacks, so I, I mean. I don't think that it's a given that the Ravens will run all over them. I think they're going to see a lot of stack boxes. I think Huntley's going to have to throw the ball for them to have success in the game. Personally, um, I think a lot How of teams throwing are going to, to Mark Andrews is, is, is could, yep. like, really like the guy's sitting out there and he's getting two catches for like 17 yards, by the way, Pat, good call. JK Dobbins. That guy looked great last week. Mm-hmm. He was great at Ohio state. If they you know what, if he's running the ball, that'll make things a lot easier. And you'll probably win out right in that game. Yeah, I, I like the money line in this game, too. But if they're going to give me the plus three at DraftKings Sportsbook, yep. which is out there right now, then I'm going to take it. So if that's my gold pick. Rob, where are you going? Um, ooh, Tough one for me. Um, I'm going to bet against my own team this week. Ooh, uh, you like the jumbo You're going with huh? the Jaguars. Oh, I love it, Rob. Continue. More cats. Um, I think the Jags are, are very underrated in the market right now. So part of the reason why is uh, Cam called Trevor Lawrence Steffi Graf a few weeks ago. And ever since that got back to him, he's just been on an I, – I mean, I think that actually cued like the complete change in the Jaguars over the course of the season. But uh, in all honesty, they were really struggling in the red zone this year. If you looked at earlier this season – 
Trevor Lawrence was ranked 39th out of 40 quarterbacks in EPA per dropback in the red zone. This was up until week nine, but he was sixth in EPA per dropback outside of the red zone. So the Jags are moving up, up and down the field and he wasn't able to score and punch it in. His performance now in the red zone is catching up to how he was performing outside of the red zone earlier this year. He's now eighth in EPA per dropback in the red zone since week nine. I mean, you look at the numbers since week nine for Trevor Lawrence, second in EPA per dropback, best completion rate in the entire league. He's thrown 10 touchdowns, no interceptions. He gets rid of the ball, most importantly, in this matchup in 2.3 seconds on average. That's the fastest in the entire league during that span. So you want a way to mitigate the Cowboys pass rush. Well, the Cowboys have no cornerbacks. They're literally signing guys off the street right now. They brought in a scrub from the Raiders yesterday because they have two of their starting corners on IR and they have their pass rush mitigated in this game by the ability of Lawrence to get the ball out quickly. I think that this is a game where Jacksonville can win outright. I think that they're pretty, um, you know, like I said, underrated in market based off results earlier in the year that were kind of unlucky. It's not typically a spot where, you know, Jags win big last week, Cowboys lose or win ugly against the Texans. Normally I would come back on Dallas, but again, I don't think that the market is moving quick enough on this Jags team. So give me the Jags plus four. I will make that my gold pick. I think this is going to be a very competitive game. Uh, after watching the Jags last week and just how they were using so much motion, using these shorter passes to Evan Ingram, they hate throwing to the running back, which is not great for Travis Etienne owners in fantasy. Mm. However, it struck me as this is the team Mike McDaniel should be coaching. With with the quarter, are we going to compare? Uh, are we going to compare Tua to uh, to Trevor Lawrence now as mm. well? I mean, we don't need to. It's just I, I watched the way that the Jags offense runs and what Lawrence does really well. I mean, Lawrence is obviously better than Tua is. So, you know, especially with the struggles that they were having in the red zone, it's just it doesn't feel like Doug like Doug Peterson's doing a pretty good job with this offense. I would just think if you had some sort of galaxy brain coach scheming up some weirdo plays that they'd run the ball more effectively, like they would somehow be more efficient. And let's not forget, they have Calvin Ridley coming in next year who should be good, uh, right? Uh. Yes, and then you drop Christian Kirk to a number two and Zay yeah. Jones to a number three, and that's going to be like a very, very potent lineup. The O-line's been better this year. Uh, they obviously locked up their left tackle, Cam Robinson, for a long time. They brought in Brandon Scherf in the offseason, who's their right guard, has been playing Mike well. Scherf. So I, I, I like the, the state of their offense. I think they can score with Dallas. I mean, I'm not – I have concerns about Jacksonville's defense. We don't know if Trayvon Walker is going to play this week, but Dallas's offense is kind of struggling now too. People are starting to pick up on the fact that they don't have a downfield passing game. A lot of the stuff is quick screens, get it out to the wide receiver quickly. Texans did a pretty decent job of limiting a lot of that stuff last week. And until Dallas changes something, I mean, I, I don't think that there's as big a distinction between these two teams as people think right now. So um, I'm pretty high on the Jags going forward. So hopefully they don't let me down this week, but uh, they were good to me last week. and I'll keep the, the train going again. Cam, gold selection for week number 15. Well, you know, Pat, when I went to Cancun and I'm sitting there at the side of the pool getting absolutely torqued and they go, hey, there's a cannonball contest. I go, you know what? I, I'd be stupid not to go in it since, you know, at the time I was even a bigger man. And after I crushed everybody at the side of the pool with a nice form and I hear, oh, so, oh, so, oh, so. I'm like, oh, oh, oh okay, Christ. bear, bear, bear. I'm like, you know, I want a bottle. And I'm thinking when I woke up this week, I'm like, this is the week that the Philadelphia Eagles, after smashing the Giants, play a game 
where they just want to get out of Dodge, maybe win the game, but winning by more than nine. I know I like to take extravagant picks. I was going to, it's funny, Pat, uh, foreshadowing. We were going to talk about Tua's noodle arm later on in the mineral selections. But I'm going to say this. I love the Bears this week. I think this is a high-scoring affair. If you have Justin Fields props, I think he probably rushes for over 80, 90 yards in this game, maybe 100. The guy's been on fire. Listen, I know the Eagles are better. I know the Bears have issues. they got a lot of guys coming back. Rob, Pat, I'm getting nine points in this spot. I think it's a great spot for the Chicago Bears. Philly wins by a field goal, and the Bears, I actually think, can win this game outright. They'll lose a heartbreaker. Give me the excessive points. Oso, Bears plus nine. Let's I mean, go. Your your outright call on the Bears makes a lot of sense, Rob, uh, because I have my biggest future. I think that I've ever bet on is Bears under five and a half wins. So you know, they have Philly this week. They have another tough game. That should be enough to get them under the five and a half. So they're going to win one of these stupid games soon. They they could. I, I, I agree with so Cam. Bad. Their defense is so and their bad. defense is bad, but they were missing. Uh, Jaquan Brisker, yep. Kyler Gordon. They're getting these guys back now. Listen, the Bears' defense is still going to be bad. It, I mean, you re, you re, you bring back players on a on a terrible defense. It's not going to improve you to average or above average. All of a sudden, it's just going to be less bad. So, like when we look at the fact that they've been giving up what this is twenty seven points in six straight games now for the Bears, probably still going to give up a lot of points. The one Over. thing I will say is with Cam's. You know, he talked about it's going to be a high scoring game. The Eagles have faced 40 total quarterback rushes this year from the opponent. They rank dead last in success rate against quarterback runs. They rank dead last in yards per carry allowed to opposing quarterbacks. 12 of those runs were designed runs by the opposing team. All of them have been a successful play against Philadelphia this year. So the one thing. Like the Eagles are a powerhouse. I think they're very good. People like try to find these little holes in them, but they really have not come up against the Justin Fields like QB in a in a long time. And I think that there's potential for success there. I at least think that if this is a blowout, the Bears can back door as well. I think there's a lot of ways that the Bears can cover. I think it's it's a few too many points. I I actually I mean I haven't bet the Bears, but I'm in agreement with Cam. I think that they're the right side. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Cam, it always works out better when Rob doesn't like your picks. I really don't care. I, I, I need support today and love. I'm not, uh, you know, it's just one of those times. Holiday season, I'd rather have you guys on my back. Pat, you know what? Even though I'm going to have a little bit on the Bears' money line because I like you and you've been great, I hope they just cover the spread. You can have the damn right win. I want you to win your futures because I'm going to smash the spread and a little sprinkle on the money line. So I don't care. If they cover, I'll be happy. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Our next partner is a product I literally use every single day. I started taking athletic greens because I felt slow in the morning. I wasn't retaining energy. If I wanted to go to the gym, I was logy. Never want to be logy at the gym. And athletic greens helped me change all of that because I didn't have time to really stock up in the morning because I like to rush in the morning, but I wanted better gut health. I wanted more energy. I wanted an optimized immune system, and I don't like taking pills and vitamins. I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great and want to see what all the hype was about. So you know that I've been all in on Athletic Greens, and I think that you should be all in on Athletic Greens as well. What is it? It's one scoop of Athletic Greens, and you're absorbing 75 high-quality minerals, whole-sourced superfoods, probiotics, aptogens. It just makes you feel a whole lot better, and it's lifestyle-friendly. Whether you're on the go, whether you're keto, whether you're gluten-free, dairy-free, vegan, paleo, or you're just in a rush all the time, Athletic Greens is where you want to be. It's a micro habit that has big benefits. You can schedule it when you wake up every single morning, get it in you, and then you're just taking care of yourself. It costs you less than $3 a day, and you're investing in your health. It's much cheaper than like a cold brew habit or anything like that. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com mayo. Again, that's athleticgreens.com mayo to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Silver picks for week number 15. Rob, you are up first. If you guys had to guess which team I would want to fade in the NFL, what are we going to go with? The Texans. Are you are you taking a favorite or a dog? I'm taking a dog. You're taking a dog in, with your second pick? You're taking, you're taking Texans plus 14? 
I'm not taking the Texans. No, you're not. No, you. I, can't I don't do hate that. that. By the way, I don't hate the, the I, case. He doesn't cover. Yeah, God, they, okay, let's they, just. Keep... They, they they don't. But Brennan Cooks and Nico Collins are both going to be out now. They were out last week. That's fine, but like two weeks in a row, the two quarterbacks. You are going to take the Indianapolis Colts. I like that. By the way, Cameron Lindsay Stewart, you are correct, sir. We're going <laughs> to the Colts. Yeah, you see, people can say, yeah, I might drink at three o'clock in the morning and stuff, but hey, doesn't matter. I still got it. We still got it, Rob. I know the way your mind thinks, brother, and everybody and their mothers on Minnesota. Continue. Listen, the Colts, they they got smoked by the Cowboys last time we saw them. Frankly, that was a very close game until the fourth quarter, and then shit went off the rails. The Cowboys defense is just a little bit different than the Vikings defense. Let me, you know, inform people of that fact. The Cowboys actually have playmakers on defense. The Vikings do not. The Vikings give up a ton defensively this year. They've given up 400 yards to five straight opponents. That's the first time that that's happened in franchise history. They can't stop anything. Now the Colts offense, when Frank Reich was calling plays earlier this year, they were 28th in points per drive. Since Parks Frazier, Cam's favorite guy, has been calling plays, they're 21st in points per drive. They're increasing offensively in terms of their output. It's not great, but everyone's been able to move the ball on the Vikings. And the big problem for Minnesota lately is that since week 11, they cannot run the ball. They're 27th in EPA per rush, 32nd in success rate. They lead the league with the amount of runs that are not advancing past the line of scrimmage during that span. The Colts have a good defense. They're arguably the best unit on the entire field in the game is the Colts defense this week. And a lot of this is because of, frankly, TJ Hawkinson cannot block. And they've brought him in and they run him out of 11 personnel and he cannot block anyone. That's why Detroit got rid of him, Rob. That that guy they have right, he might not be Hawkinson with the skill set, but he actually does all the little things. And if you've watched the Lions play recently, look what they've done. All these little things, great blocking. Goff looks a lot better. That's the thing. Sometimes you need a tight end to be a blocker, not just a guy who catches damn balls and writes pretty good. All these talking heads are obsessed with their fantasy pools all the time. And if yes. they, oh, how can you trade Hawkinson? He catches six balls a game yeah, and whatever. whatever. Guy can't be in on running plays. He can't block anybody. It's Picks fun- up a bunch of penalties. It, it's, yeah. re- it, it's really funny because coming out into the draft, Hawkinson's like the reason he ended up going so highly was the fact that in college he was an immaculate blocker. Like they thought that he was going to be sort of like baby Gronk. Things change. You get to the pro level and it's all different. All those guys from Iowa, George Kittle went to Iowa. Hawkinson went to Iowa. Like that's their bread and butter. They're a boring team with like, just basically they'll pound you into oblivion, beat you down. It's like a bully in a schoolyard. And then Hawkinson, you're right. Hawkinson in college could block, but I don't know what's happened now. And, uh, Detroit made the right move getting rid of this guy, right? And then I, I agree with everything Rob said. I think the other thing, too, is I don't know anybody and their mother is not going to be taking Minnesota this week in like a bounce-back type of game after they got throttled by the Lions. I think the Colts are alive as well, Rob. I, enjoy, I think your picks are fantastic, by the way. I don't – I just – Minnesota, to me, is not good. Like, I've watched so much Minnesota. that They're, they, they're going to play like a – They can of- score. They're just not know what they are. They're not consistent. Like they'll have a big play to Jefferson and stuff. Then you watch another drive and go, wow, that was awful. Like a couple of negative runs. And they just know what they have, Rob. They got no flow. They got no flow. They'll have a good drive. Bad, 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 bad. Like they can't put it together. It seems like for a long period of time, it's, it's an issue. Minnesota fans are going to come at you, Rob. You watch out. No, I hope no, no. They're, they're, Stacey, they're very, our, they're very sensitive. Oh, no, they're angry. Oh, they're very they sensitive about their team. But it's like not, he, it's not yeah. Minnesota fans. So, like, here's the thing. Like, 
I, I, I completely get it. Every year, there's a team in the NFL that gets categorized as that luck box team. And if you're a fan of that team, you're going to take that to heart, right? Like yep. last year was the Raiders. Everyone's like, oh, the Raiders are such a lucky team and whatever. And their fan base takes that, like they're offended by that. And the year before, it's going to be someone else. There's always going to be a team that outperforms their metrics. That's just variance. That's life, yep. randomness. This year, it's the Vikings. Like the Vikings are a slightly above average team. They closed as a two and a half point underdog on the road to the Lions last week. The market told you last week that the Lions are better than the Vikings on a neutral field and they covered and won that game by 11 points. Like that is what the Vikings are. I'm sorry, people. That's what the Vikings well, are. Well, Pat, Pat brings up a good point. If you're dating a woman who likes the Vikings and you bet on the Lions and start ripping that team, you might find a knife in your back like in the middle of the night. It's, it's true. Viking fan goes wild. Like, I'm a Seahawk fan. When people say the Seahawks suck, I go, yeah, it's, yeah, they Same. have a lot of rookies out there. They're wearing down. Like I'm very realistic about the Seahawks. You know, they've overachieved this year, but they're not a good football team. But the Vikings, they have a lot of flaws. Let's call it for what it is. Here's the issue. I'll probably end up betting on Indianapolis plus four as well because I need some action on these like solo games on a Saturday, Rob. And I do like Indianapolis in this game, but you always have to worry. It kind of swings both ways with the Colts where they've covered these games against good teams. You're like, how the hell did that happen? But what we saw against Dallas, and I know that the Minnesota defense isn't like the Cowboys' defense, but don't put it past Matt Ryan to throw you out of this cover with five minutes left. That's the problem. (laughs) Completely get it. I, I know what I'm getting into betting on Matt Ryan and the Colts offense. Like I, you, sometimes you just got to do it in the NFL because you just don't feel the number is right. Could the Vikings win this game 35 to three? Yes. Absolutely. It would not surprise me if we're talking about this next week and I'm like, what an idiot I am for betting on Matt Ryan, but I don't make this game anywhere close to four. I make the Vikings roughly between three and three and a half point favorites. I think that there's pretty significant value in betting the Colts uh, on the road. Uh, in this spot here the Colts aren't like even done yet this like I I, they they've they've been playing you know there's teams that mail it in towards the end of the year they're not mailing it in type of situation right like the 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 effort has been there it's very narrative based but like you do tend to see a drop off in some teams performances as you get to like week 14 week 15 teams that are completely out of it and you don't get that from the Colts plus it's like a, a standalone game as well so it's it's a big one for them Cam Silver selection, sir. Uh, it's one of those things, Pat, I tell you. You know, my girlfriend went out on the town, didn't tell me. She she, she, she didn't cheat, but she did, also didn't tell me she was going to the bar and meeting other patrons and things. And, you know, at the end, I was like, kind of like, uh, all you had to do was call me. I, I'm fine. You, you, you got to live your life. That's the type of guy I am. I'm not a possessive person. That Bills team, I don't know why I keep on coming back to these guys. I don't know what's happening. But I'll tell you one thing that I know. Tua's got a noodle arm. If there's any type of conditions in Buffalo, good luck. Rob, your doppelganger there, McDaniel, he's in orbit. These guys are uh, basically putting, what, heaters on the field and at SoFi in 55-degree weather? I keep my home at a smooth 59 comfortably when I go to sleep. Like, are you, are you insane? Anyway, 59. here's the thing. You, smooth 59 when you go to sleep. Yeah, it's 14 degrees. <laughs> oh, my God. That's What's freezing. wrong with That's you? That's freezing. <laughs> And I How wake do you get any put, blood flow? I put, flow it, to, I put it to 65. That's my that's my uh, that's my regular temperature that I do shows in. Right now it's at what's 18 is 65. Yeah, so I have the Fahrenheit and uh, Celsius meter. Anyway, my girlfriend even doesn't mind. She likes she likes a cool home too. It keeps you healthy. Anyway, I'm not going to get into it. You buy less air filters. Give me Buffalo. 
minus seven in this spot. I don't believe in the Miami Dolphins in this. Uh, Buffalo's got to cover a number once in a while. That game against the Jets was BS. And you know what? Sauce Gardner did a – this guy's amazing. You saw what he did to Diggs. This is different. Miami doesn't have any of those guys to, to do the things to the Bills. Allen is going to run wild. I don't care. You know what? And if it snows, I don't even care because you know what? I hope there's wind. I hope there's elements. I hope there's sleep because Tua can't throw it through a pane of glass. Give me Buffalo minus seven in this game. Bills by 16. So here, and Rob, I'm going to run. Am this I one. right? I, listen, you like I, it? I, I agree with everything that you say, but I think that Miami is the right side of this game. Really? Yeah, I do. As, oh, as do I. Oh, that's unfortunate. So, know, when, so, when, when, when they lose like 43 to nothing, that statement yes. is going to look ridiculous. But I, I agree oh. with everything that you said, Cam. And it's almost like you said about everyone being on the Vikings. I don't think that anyone thinks any other way about the Bills-Dolphins game this week. Yet the line is only seven. There's a lot of things that are working in the Bills' favor. So the schedule is sucks for sucks for Miami, right? Like it's cross-country travel, short week. Three in a row. And they got to go. Yeah, like... There's a lot of like other things that are playing into this game, but the Bills offense is not the same anymore. Like we, we think about Buffalo's offense as like this. They do way less shock. Like there's, there's way more of Josh Allen under center, which is like very limiting. I don't know if it's the elbow injury. I don't know, but they've changed their dynamic on offense and it's way less explosive. And since Josh Allen got his elbow injury, he's 13th in EPA per drop back. He's 29th in EPA against the blitz. He's 21st in EPI against two high safety looks, which Miami plays a whole lot. He's he's his numbers have significantly dropped off. And I, I like it's taken me a while to come to that realization. And again, yes, like Dolphins playing in cold weather. You have Tua throwing in wins where like I don't know that that's gonna end well, but I cannot lay seven with the Bills, with the state of their offense right now. That's oh, just I, know. How I, 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 I totally get it. And I think Miami is also going to be a dog that people are going to look to, Ooh, especially I after I, losing I, the Geoff Chargers. I don't think so, because I think people have seen just, they've watched Tua in primetime two weeks in a row, and he's looked so terrible that I don't think anyone wants to bet on him. The thing is, he will look terrible again. It's just up to Buffalo. The whole the whole crux of my argument is Buffalo's offense has got to get get it together. If Allen and the, these guys have chemistry, they're going to run Miami out of Orchard Park. That's the thing. The Miami Dolphins, you talk about a flawed football team, and Tyreek Hill can't do the things. Look how they scored against the Chargers on a muff fumble, crazy yep. play that went to him. And so the Dolphins are not playing good football. I get it. The Bills are over-exaggerated favorites that don't cover number. Now it's a touchdown at home. Finally, they're going to actually do some things and blow somebody out. And it's also a revenge spot for Buffalo. Take that for whatever the hell you want to take it for. I just think if there's any elements, the Dolphins are toast in this game. I, I because don't, you know what? Bills I, will have short fields, even 3-3-3. Three, three, three. They can cover the number with field goals, win by nine. I think they cover. See, I, I can see that happening. However, I think if the elements get ratcheted up in this game, we know it's, I mean, it's not going to be freezing. It's basically going to be the same temperature that you sleep at, apparently. It's going to be like yes. yeah, four degrees. Well, I should be there. Like, yeah, you should be <laughs> yeah. playing quarterback for the Dolphins. But no Jeff Wilson in this game. Armstead is like the Black Knight from Monty Python at this point. He has a pec injury. He has a shoulder mm-hmm. injury. He had, And I mean, that's when their season turned. When Arms, like Armstead missed a bunch of time. When he came back, they got on a roll because it gave Tua time to pass. And obviously, he needs time. And now defenses are starting to adjust to what Tua does very poorly. So they're just going to blitz the hell out of him the entire time. I can just see them running Mostert, if he can stay healthy, into the ground 25 times. They score 10 to 13 points. Ask Tua not to turn the ball over. They get 10 to 13 points. I think they cover. Interesting. I, I, I kind of am inclined to agree with you. 
Um, it's tough. I mean, listen, the, the Chargers had, I don't, I don't, the Chargers coaching staff is like sleeping for most of the year. Then last year, their defense, last week, their defensive coordinator, Ronaldo Hill, I mean, it's a perfect game plan because great, great call, Rob. Like, that's the thing. Like, I, I watch a game and you saw a G office or interrupt, but the Chargers called the perfect game on all sides of the ball. Like, and I'll forgive Staley, like everything they did, every play they ran was perfect. And the thing is, Miami's becoming a predictable team. That's the thing. The Bills, you don't think McDermott and these guys, they haven't been great lately. They can adjust and do those things too. And when Miami gets pigeonholed, they're not the same damn team. That's why I'm taking Buffalo. I know it's a big spread, guys, but Rob, you bring up good points. Like the Chargers called a great game and they they actually embarrassed Miami last week. So this is kind of my point is that we've had two games in a row now, the Chargers and 49ers, where those defensives have played Miami the exact same way which was take away everything to the middle of the field. Yep. If you watch a game tape from those teams, they know that Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, they're going to cut towards the middle of the field. Tua does not make those outside throws a whole lot. And it worked. So now, I mean, I, I have faith in the Miami coaching staff. I wonder if this is the week where they start to try some different things because it's now two weeks in a row, all these middle, you know, and again, this is all subjective, right? Like we don't yep. know what's going to happen and whatever. It's a short week. It's harder to get it all together. But ultimately, two weeks in a row now, everyone's taking away all these breaking routes to the middle of the field. You got to do something different. This is the game where maybe Buffalo gets a completely different look and they're caught off guard. But you know I what? Don't. I think it's dangerous for Miami to try new looks in elements in Buffalo, even yeah. in cold weather and stuff, because those could be picks, mistakes. I, anyway, no, I, I totally see it. Like, when I put these picks in and I'm taking a seven point favorite with Billy, the doorman, Rob, he'll, he'll like definitely deny that game and put a line through it. And I don't care. That's what I try to say. I go, I love you, bro, but all dogs don't win. A couple favorites are going to cover too. You just got to be on the right ones. Right. And I think Buffalo's the right one this week. I was I, wrong last week. Like I said, I completely see it. Uh, I'm going to be betting the Colts plus four on Saturday. Obviously I love the yes. Ravens at plus three. I'm just not going to bet this game because something seems off to me. Just tease the bills, Pat. I don't Make like. I, I, I don't play teasers. Okay. Well, you're a smarter man than me. I know people shouldn't. They keep the lights on in Vegas, as my old buddy used to say. But you know what? Sometimes getting a seven down to a pick em or you could do a money line parlay. There's a lot of different ways to skin a cat. Uh, sorry, that's probably not politically correct today. No, it's, it's a, a lot saying. of ways to peel a potato. A lot of ways. Oh, is that, is that the yes. new one? There's a lot of PETA would appreciate if you don't skin cats and you there's, peel potatoes. Actually, there's not a lot of ways to peel a potato. You there literally is peel. just one what? way. Yes, you know? yes. Yeah. Or you could do it with a paring knife or a freaking potato peeler. There's two ways to peel a potato. PETA. Ag agreed. But that's that's what they're going for. <laughs> okay, you also don't you also don't kill two birds with one one stone anymore. Oh, yeah. You feed two birds with one scone. Oh, especially a dry, nasty, <laughs> unmoist scone. And another thing, it's called the arm barn, not the bullpen, right? Oh, Isn't that that's thing? true. They offended bulls. In, in in fairness, I like the name arm barn. I do too, Pat. There's <laughs> one thing on the show we talked about. I'm down. I'm down with arm barn. I think it sounds fantastic. I'm with you. Arm barn rules. I feel like we have gone a little bit too far as a society with a lot of no. really Rob? No, oh, no. Oh, what You're an just, observation. Rob has just yes, come to this conclusion this far. morning. I, 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 I listen I'm, anymore. I'm very sensitive to, to people like I, I am too, Rob. I, I might be a loudmouth jerk, but you know what? I, I cry about, with movies. I care about people. When people have plights and problems, I'm I'm teary-eyed and I care. But the bottom line is. Just because a comedian cracks a couple jokes doesn't mean he's a bad guy. That's the whole problem with society. Loosen up. This is the whole thing. It doesn't mean you're a bad guy. 
can't do comedy anymore because you offended somebody. No, what? shut up. Everybody's got to deal with it. I'll tell you something. Tough love sometimes for your kids is the way to go. I'm not saying be a jerk to your kids, but you know what? When they lose at something, you learn a lesson. Like, you know, you know Rob, when we play these games, you know what? Not every kid gets a participation ribbon. Sometimes Agreed. winning a trophy is a good thing. Okay. Agreed. Are you competitive say, nature? Are you saying that, go. that sports book shouldn't refund Kyler Murray rushing props though? Oh. No, I actually enjoyed when they did. Thank you. <laughs> but here's been, the thing. You, as as a better, do do betters betters realize they can bet unders on on rushing props no, too, right? Good, good call, Rob. Like it's no, no, it, no. But but here's the thing. Here's the thing. The better they did the right thing. I don't understand this. And Rob is a very smart guy. He could throw this in your database. Why are you refunding morons who picked Mitch Trubisky as an MVP? Going in good faith. That is not that's just a stupid. Okay, uh, okay, no, it's just can't, 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 no, hold, hold on, hold on, Cam. If people were stupid enough to bet Mitch Trubisky as MVP, you don't think they're going to lose that money back somewhere else? Exactly. Well played. Well played. And and now now the sports book has done you a solid. So you're just going to keep betting there. Yeah, you're right. You're like, wow, I'm going to take Geno Smith as MVP and maybe they'll give it to me back again. No, you're right. You're right. I just, I didn't look at it that way. I'm just like, if you're that much of a tool to actually make that pick, but the Kyler Murray stuff, Hey, everyone's getting betting now. They have tons of money. Sure, refund my money. Well, they, well, it's you know, it's the way it works. Here's my problem. Here's the problem I have from the sports book end. I understand it, right? Yeah. Like if a sports book says, "Oh, you know, this this is going to leave a bad taste in our players' mouths. Let's refund this bet. That way, they keep betting with us. It's a good marketing tactic." It is. I completely understand all that. I cannot stand the betters that as soon as oh. somebody gets injured, they're oh, yeah. immediately tweeting like, "Hey, can I get a refund on?" Like, where do you draw the line? Because now what's what's stopping somebody from saying, hey, let, can I get a refund on the Arizona Cardinals uh, on, on the you, spread? You back? said it, Rob. Like you say, you could say a lot of things about me. I've never done that. I had a huge play on Kenneth Walker. He was down like so early in that game. I go, you know what? That's life. I've been gambling for a long time. Hell, I used to gamble when we called in a line, when we met the guy at Burger King with envelopes in his Fiero. You know, meet me on Lakeshore as I'm hiding in the bush because the guy's got a prosthetic leg and a gun. You know what I mean? I've been there. So you know what? Today's world, another thing we talk about, Pat, soft. New gamblers, these guys don't get it. We never used to get refunds, bonuses, or whatever. You know what your bookie would do at Christmas? If you're a loser, it'd give you a bottle and say, hey, Merry Christmas, buddy. They'd give you refunds on bets. Can we unpack that story for just one sec? Why were you hiding in the bush? Because I, I didn't know what the guy was. My old my old guy was gone, and it was like this Russian guy in a Fiero, and I see him coming out. He's got like a wooden leg, and I didn't know what was going on. I just And the guy's like, meet me on Lakeshore. I go, Lakeshore's pretty big. Meet me on Lakeshore. Rob, Lakeshore is one of the biggest streets in the freaking like, isn't it not like the yeah, Lakeshore by the SO gas station. I, I I anyway, he was a guy filling in for my old guy who's now like a friend of mine there. But anyway, long story short, yeah, used to meet bookies with wooden legs with envelopes and Burger Kings. And you know what? I liked it that way. I'm pretty sure they're Thank not you. gonna pop you in broad daylight though. Like, and what yeah. kind of amount of funds were you dealing with that you owed this guy where he was gonna severely beat you like it probably wouldn't no, no, have happened uh, you're right rob i was you over to be hiding in bushes on the lake shore is you know what, what i'm I saying mean. i'm just saying i did bet a lot like way too much when i got into the industry and kind of had to tone it down but anyway you're right he wouldn't clip me or anything i was just kind of nervous like with the situation but anyway let's the this is here nor there uh new betters got it uh pretty easy compared to we had it right rob like we I, used to meet strangers in cars and they could have done a lot more to us than you know do oh, my prop my prop lost <laughs> yeah, i mean <laughs> I, I still meet some strangers in cars and sometimes it's uh, uncomfortable. You never know. You got to, 
you know, you keep your phone on, you let people know where you're going. That's just the standard. Oh, you see, that, the, yeah, new, you see the new guy, guys are stealing taxis. And then uh, you hear that one, Rob, that's a mm. nice little scam. Yeah, here's my information. Thanks. I'm feeling uncomfortable. Can you please let me out? I didn't realize that uh, <laughs> Rob was running that Dirk Diggler scam from the end of Boogie Nights. Anyway, Pat, the gambling world's changed and a lot of it's for the worst. Well, for what it is, it, there is a reason that in his regular life that we do call Rob plus 13 Rob. So that's the way that we're going to go with that. Anyway, my silver. Pick. Well, well, well played. Oh, no, actually, wow, we're still on silver. Man, yeah. we're slow today. Yeah, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you my easy one here. This is one of the best teams in the league currently versus one of the worst teams in the league currently. This is no different than last week when I just pushed on San Francisco minus three and a half. I will push on the Bengals minus three and a half mm-hmm. at Tampa Bay. Like, what's going on here? Yeah, so this is the game you're talking about where you just, like, don't understand the line, yeah. basically, at the beginning. I, I mean, it's hard for me to argue with you. I mean, the Bengals are the best team ATS in the league. The Bucks are the worst. Tampa blows. It's become like more and more painful to watch Tampa Bay's offense every They haven't scored more than 22 points in any of their last nine games. Brady's fallen off a cliff. Can't throw downfield anymore. Um, they, like the Bucks can't run the ball. Like I, I, I'm with you, Pat. I like the line is where it is because of possible injuries, I guess, to the Bengals receiving core as well with T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Trey Hendrickson on defense. There's no, there's no way in good faith I could tell someone to go bet Tampa Bay in this game. Like, not saying that they can't cover. It's the NFL. We see crazy shit happen all the time. I'm with you. I think that the most likely outcome in this game is the Bengals win by more than a touchdown. Yep. That's it. Bronze picks. I'll, I'll start with this one for the first time because I have it written down. Usually, I need to run through all the games. You know, I'm feeling it this week. So, Cam, unfortunately, I have to go against one of your precious cat teams here. However, I will be taking the uh, knee. Can I guess? Yeah. Can go- I guess what cat you're you're abusing? Is it, it my Panther? It is not your Panthers. because can- I'm going against the cat team with my bronze pick as well. I am taking the New York Jets ah, minus one. You guys both one. like the Jets. We both, both like, like the, Jets. the Jets. Yes, ah. Pat. Yes. <laughs> wow. Actually, it's funny. Me and Marenzi had uh, Paul Bovey on. Because uh, all you know, I'm a professional yep. gambler, horse picker, and stuff yep. like that. Like one of his like. And this guy smashes games. He loves the Jets this week. I think it's his favorite, sec- first or second favorite play this week. Hey, the Lions are good, but like at some point you got you sell high on a team, and this yep. is the this is the point. Like it's like basically a pick them what Jets minus one right now. Yep. I don't agree with that. I mean, I think these teams are at least evens. If not, the Jets might be slightly better. Like the Lions are looking good, and I don't want like I'm not gonna I, I don't like to rip on fan bases or whatever and. I think there's like this polarize these polarizing opinions on Jared Goff. It's like he either sucks or he's good or and like he's just in between. Jared like, Goff is fine. He's yeah, exactly. How this is my that? point, right? Like he's just fine. And you look at all these teams in this in this like cover streak that they're on right now, all these defenses that they've played, the Bills are the only above average defense that they've played. Every single other defense in that span is a terrible defense. And now they actually get a very good defense. That's the thing. That, that's, exactly. that's all it comes down for me. Like, we can talk about the splits between Goff indoors versus Goff outdoors. Just talk about the splits that every time Jared Goff has played a top five defense, top ten defense this year. He's been sh- so shitty. It's unbelievable. Two times. Cowboys 
and Patriots. Yeah, they scored a total of what six points in the, between those two games. Exactly. I, I'll just play devil's advocate. They had a lot of guys out in those games. Fair. And they're playing better now. Fair enough. But also one other thing I will say that's kind. I, I have not seen this talked about this week at all. But Robert Sala has a lot of familiar familiarity with Jared Goff from his time with San Francisco. Good call. And you look at when Goff started with the Rams, he actually torched Sala's defenses. And then towards the end of his career with the Rams, the 49ers, when they had good personnel, they smoked Jared Goff. Like he had some of the worst games you will ever see a quarterback have when he faced Robert Sala's defenses with at the end of his tenure with the Rams as well. So I think that there's kind of like a hidden edge there. You know, you could get into all the splits like like uh, Pat said about, you know, indoor versus outdoor, cold weather, whatever. And they are definitely worse for Goff, but ultimately it just comes down to the people are buying into the Lions now, right? Like this is, they're being, people think they are the fourth best team in the NFC at this moment behind Dallas, Philly, San Fran. And they might be, but this is probably like as high as their stock is going to be for the entire season. And if this game was played a week ago, I think the Jets are probably a three-point favorite. And I'm not downgrading the Jets a whole lot. I mean, honestly, like they didn't look great offensively against the Bills, but at Buffalo, um, I still think Mike White's better than Zach Wilson. I know he's dealing with the rib injury. I I just, I'm I'm with you, Pat. I I just think this is a a good bounce back spot here. So are they your bronze selection as well? They are. I'm I'm keeping them as my bronze. All right, Cam, it's just up to you. And I will not. To fill out the card. I will take the Lions. I'm not taking the Lions. And you know they've been great to me. That team is like, I'd like to thank every single person in the Lions organization for helping me financially uh, be able to get better groceries at the grocery store and buy my girlfriend better Christmas gifts. And now you can turn up your air too and get more air filled. You can <laughs> she pay likes for the cold. air filter. She likes it cold. She likes it cold. She likes it like frozen tundra. Like it's like you guys are sleeping in Lambeau Field, basically. Yeah, with the nice, temperatures. It's, ni- it's nice when you when you have uh, big mugs of vodka in a, in a sweatshirt. No, I get that. I, but I you like can just the, put that in the fridge or the freezer, right? Uh, like you don't yeah, have to no, just trust, put that tr- in your apartment me. or your condo. Another thing, if you want you want to bet, ice cubes minus sixteen and a half. Ice cube trays take the over. I got them everywhere. I, I but the thing is, you you, I you, used you, to have you told us that you had you got rid of ice cream. No, you're you're, pe- you're, you're picking bowls of ice. You're right. You're right. But I have them still. I'm not going to say I don't fill them up. I have a freezer downstairs or whatever. But in my big freezer upstairs, when like I know my buddy Forbes or my girlfriend, like big people are coming over, that's when I do the Super Bowl. Crack, 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 crack. But I always have I always have a backup plan there. And they just stay there in the trays. I prefer the bowl and the pickaxe rather than the trays. But I've I've invested in like I got a million trays of ice, too. And no, no, what you do, you just crack out the cubes and put them in a Ziploc and then you got like four or five Ziplocs in your uh, bottom freezer. But That's what all. are you saving all this ice for? Like the <laughs> pandemic comes, people are stocking up on canned goods and toilet paper and you're stocking up on ice. You know what, Rob? Like, what are you going to do with you all this understand. ice? You don't understand. Like when I drink a vodka and stuff, I like, I like, I like ice full. Like I don't like one cube. I want ice. I, I don't know why it, this is my thing. I just like a goblet filled with ice, even a nice red wine. I found a Malbec the other day with the low sugar. Nice little chunk no, of ice don't in put there. Ice in the wine. Just chill it before. You're gonna water down the wine. You don't understand, man. It's it's a nine dollar bottle. It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, a twenty dollar bottle. What? Like if I get if I get like something like above Wolf Blast. You called it a okay. nice Malbec. That's what you're. 
a nice small it, Rob. It's actually a great white. It was weird. It was from Argentina too. And I'm like, wow, Argentina went to the finals of the world cup. It's like a sign. I'm seeing all sorts of Argentinian things lately. Screw it. You guys want my bronze pick and I'm going to give it to you. And it's going to be stupider than stupider and opposite to what I usually do. I like the commies commanders condoms. Mm. I think they actually beat the living shit out of the giants this week. Divisional game four and a half could have made it at four and still got some giants money guys. I know I'm nuts. This is the favorite. The Giants are going to be a public dog because they played in the tie last time. I'm on Washington. Heineke's going to make some mistakes, but their defense, they got Chase Young back and other guys. The Giants are fading like a cheap suit. Commanders by 13. They actually blow them out this time. All I got to do is win by five or more. I think they at least win by a touchdown. Give me the Commanders. Am I nuts? No, I, I, listen, I buy into that logic because I, I do like the Giants this week plus the four and a half for every reason that you just said. And I, I do think that it's going to be a close game. I could most definitely see it swinging the other way, though, and Washington just kind of puts them into the puts them into a body bag. And this is kind of like the Thank last you. we hear from the Giants this year. The Chase Young thing's interesting, though, because hasn't he been supposed to play for like the past month and he hasn't played yet? Yeah, He's and, 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 and it'll, it might be like limited snap count. So maybe it's overvalued, but... Like, here's the thing. Like, this is a very weird scheduling quirk, right? Because Washington played the Giants, then they have a bye, and then they play the Giants again. Exactly. And and the Giants had to play a game in between. So I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen that before, to be completely honest with you guys. Uh, for me, I'm just monitoring the status of Leonard Williams on the Giants' defense. If he is there... I think the Giants can cover. If he's out, I think they're going to get smoked because their run defense without him on the field is horrible. We bet the Giants. I believe I bet the Giants on this show when they covered against Washington a couple yeah. of weeks mm-hmm. ago. And honestly, that was I watched that game in full. This is a lucky win, man. Like the Giants are exactly. much worse than Washington. You're they're right, Rob. Worse. Like that's the thing. Like, and now the commanders are at home. I know, like, people are gonna go divisional game. Why are the commanders four and a half? I think you could have got giant action at three and a half or four. But the thing is, people don't understand. And I watch that game too. The commanders were way better, Rob. Like, they might win this game by double digits. And I know it's like, wow, you got to take the dog here, division tough, but I disagree. Heineke will do enough. Washington's D's better. The Giants are fading. I think the Commanders beat these guys by double digits. Got to take it. That's my bronze pick. So those are the metallic selections for the week, the elemental selections. Mm-hmm. I did want to yes. run one more game by you. Actually, there's two. Because Can I guess? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Atlanta, New Orleans is an intriguing game. That's one. I, of course, I like Atlanta there because I just did the Saints. By, Saints have to win by five. No, thank you. Ritter might play well. Sure. Who knows? I mean, could he yeah. play? Could he play worse than Mariota? Maybe, but it's unlikely. <laughs> the one I was they looking at. My picks. We don't. We, we yeah. don't. We don't even know who's playing quarterback for this team. And I don't know any you because Rob, you kind of talked about team like Indianapolis hasn't given up this season. I think the Cardinals have packed it in. And uh, I don't know agreed. any. I don't know anyone in the world betting Denver minus three. Or probably, I am. I, I think Denver. I, I picked Arizona on the show, and the more I've thought about it, it's like I think Denver might be the side here. Yep. It is. R- Russell Wilson is trending towards clearing protocol because he as has well. he has concussion water, so he doesn't even sustain concussions. It's true. He just prays. <laughs> he prays a little bit afterwards, and it's it's all good afterwards. But I can't choke down a subway sub, but he's got concussion water. I don't give a rat's ass if Wilson plays. Rippin's good. He actually threw a touchdown. No, no, Rippin, at the end. No, here Rippin, we go. Rippin, stop, Rippin, Rippin is not good. Is good. <laughs> Rippin, no maybe, more. Maybe of better the off with fucking Cal Ripken than this loser. Yeah. Hey. Hey. He threw a touchdown and a pick. Leave Rippin alone. He's a good guy. You're right, though. He's not a great backup. But you know what? I don't give a shit. Colt McCoy sucks ass, too. 
He's getting worse and worse as he gets hit every week. I actually, he used to be serviceable, but he's beat down. Denver's the play, Pat. Do you guys find it odd at all that it took Russell Wilson getting his brain scrambled to endear himself to the Broncos fan base? <laughs> like the entire year, they're yes. like, oh, Russell Wilson, terrible. Then he just runs the ball, gets smoked, and they're like, he's willing to lay it on the line for this team and whatever. Yeah. It's like they're all fired up again about Russell Wilson. It's hilarious. It is absolutely. It's actually not hilarious. It's ridiculous. Yes. And this is a guy that when we was with the Seahawks, when I heard that story with Richard Sherman and Lynch saying like they don't even have the guy's number and talk me through his agent, like I was slack jawed. I was flabbergasted because that's insane to me. Russell Wilson, the, the thing about him though is he's so far out of reality now with Sierra. I don't even think he knows what the hell he's doing at the time. I don't even think he's a bad guy. I just think he's so not in tune with the world, with the real world. That he, he's he's on his own planet, man. Can I? Give I don't you- care if Rippin starts Denver. Can I give you a hot take? Yes. I think Russell Wilson's going to be good next year. Really? Yeah, I think they're going to get him some O-linemen. Like, to watch all these Denver games, yeah, he hasn't been good. I'm not going to excuse anything that he's done. But he has okay. legit half a second to throw every time. Yeah, I, yeah, I think in the offseason, too, someone's just going to go up to him and be like, Russ, like, you need to run the ball again. Like, <laughs> you need to be able to use your legs because – the first half of this year, the guy's like transformed himself into this pocket quarterback, and like, he's afraid, Rob, because he's older now and he's taking licks. He's but he, not the but same. He, like, remember, he used to. But take he has all, all the, the concussion water. He's fine. It's true. Did, does what is any, the did, element of concussion water? What's what's its base? I, I don't know. Concussion did, water. Does anyone remember this? Like, do you remember this, Rob? When he was marketing concussion water, I do remember that. Yes. What's the element? Like what makes it concussion? Uh, water? Hey, that that is. Well, I mean, it's, that it's is guarded hydrogen more. and ox. It's H two O is what it is, and then it's just with a marketing angle on top of it. That's the element. Like smart water. Yeah, it's stuff. Like fucking, it's a fuck off. Like honest yeah. to God, throws a couple ice cubes in there. A few ice <laughs> yeah, cubes. No, no, throw ten ice cubes in there. That's smart water. You get it? Ice okay. cold drinks. I don't care if it's red wine, white wine, whatever. You put ice, ice in red wine? I could see it in white wine. I can't, I can't. No, 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 guys. When it's a little bit sweet, like those Malbecs that you have with a nice big friggin' ribeye, a little yeah. bit of ice will just take the edge off. The, I'm, Rob, I don't do it all the time. I'm just Here's saying, what you do, Cam. Uh, you, take your, you take the bottle yeah. and you refrigerate it before <laughs> yes. you drink it. And then you don't need the to fridge. put a bunch of ice into it because then what happens is the ice melts. Rob, I got your... so many things in the fridge. My side dishes, my sriracha, my garlic. I got. It everything sounds like you need someone to clear out your fridge for you. Is I what actually it really did that sounds the other like. day, and it was a disgusting job. The things I found in the back. But anyway, in fact, what mind... you can do, Cam, yes. Boxing Day is coming up for us Canadians on the twenty sixth. You can get rid of that entire fridge. You can buy a new one that's got the ice machine attached to it, and then all you you can make as much ice as you want for as long as you want. And you Sounds don't have amazing. to store this all in the freezer. You just yeah. click the button, switch it from water to ice, and boom, you can go to town anytime you want. I got it. Okay? Just because I put an ice cube in my red wine doesn't mean I'm a stooge. Okay? It's a bad bottle. It's it, it's ten. Like I get it, Rob. If I, go to, if I go and get like a $25, $30 bottle, I'm not screwing it up with ice. I'm saying it just cuts it a little bit. You know what I mean? Like crisp, clean. So you're the guy don't putting like, so your version of like baby laxative and cocaine is ice and red wine either or sure pat whatever you want to do like you know and another thing is another tip for everybody out there it's kind of gross but when you have a real loser beer just a dash of salt will give it that uh, foam back you don't want to be drinking a salt shaker but just 
it gives it that bang, that default. Anyway, just a little tri- trip if you don't have a sodium issue. That's a good tip. All right. Rob Pizzola, Cam Stewart. You can check out more of us on the Hammer HQ Forward Progress channel. You can subscribe down in the description right now and go check that out every single week. Reminder to play in both listeners' leagues. Those are links are both down in the description, as is the way to get in the two grand Christmas bonus giveaway from Mayo Media Network. Hit the link down there. Find all of the ways that you can go get ballots in that draw right now. Smash the like on the way out, sub to the channel. I'm Pat Mayo. We'll see you next time. Yeah, you've never, so, uh, just qu- quickly, from. Rob, you've never put a piece of ice, cu- you never put ice cubes in any uh, wine. I have not put an I, ice cube in I, I have put an ice cube in white wine before, but I haven't, Thank you, I, I haven't had white wine in like seven years. Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying sometimes, like not, not, not two or three, like an idiot and make it watery. Just, just takes off the, okay, let's go survivor. I'm yep. going to blow you guys away. I already got my pick and it's nuts. Okay. And it's nuts. Megan says it's sacrilegious to be putting ice in there, by the way, Megan, you seem like a really nice girl too. You helped me with the sage and oregano. I'm telling you, I'm not saying big ones too. Just a little guy, just a little, just a little guy, just a little nugget. It, it's fine. <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if, obviously, you guys didn't watch the spread show, but Cust was talking about parking and how he's so upset about parking in our city because people are parking in wrong places. He thinks that parking tickets should be like eight times as much as they are right now to incentivize people to not legally park. I just got a tweet that came across my timeline that said, all municipal parking pay stations in Halifax are currently out of order, not accepting payment. Please do not pay them. Park wherever you want. Exactly. You said it. Like the guys, like even parking meters are fading them now. Wow. I like the guy though. Cuss is my guy. He's a doctor of something, but yeah, that's what it is. I don't know how the universe is just aligned against him as hard as it is. I wouldn't say that at all. I think he's actually lived quite a good life. The guy has money. He's got a wicked job. He's got a degree. He's smart. He's friends with Mayo. He's got a lot of things going on. He he has a job. I don't think the (laughs) universe is working against him. Well, I mean, think... He, he should have cashed in like way quicker than this. Like if you have the ability to have every one of your opinions be invalidated <laughs> at some point or another, how are you not like owning a gold rocket car and a private island at this point? Like if you're that strong at being a mush, he should have cashed in a lot sooner than he has. But the moment that he tries huh. to play against his real pick, it never, ever hmm. works. He tries it See, sometimes. Right, it doesn't work. It's got to be authentic. Mm. Well, I mean, it still could be authentic, right? I mean, I, it's tough to, to navigate the waters there. I know what you're saying. Like the minute that he he tries to to you know ham it up, so to speak, it's not going to work anymore. It has to be from the heart. But uh, I mean, I feel like if I if I was that str- like I watch the Custies every year with with Pat at the end of the season, and like the 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 amount of like. That list of stuff you can vote on is like it takes me 10 days to just scroll through it on the computer to even vote because there's so many things the guy got wrong over the course of the year. How can he not have profited more? On You're his right. wrong opinions, you know. Paul Robin, do you know? Do you I know? think I think his lists are fake too. Like you can't like bland Jello and other things. Or like I, I think a lot of the time it's shock value. He no. just take the shittiest food no. for seniors and like put it up at the top. Like you think Cust is a shock jock is what you're saying? Kind of. Like I just I just don't believe that he really thinks these bland horrible products like rice. Like he ranks shit that I have like at the bottom of my list top. Like any human being says that dessert sucks. 
or that food sucks, but he always has them at the top. Maybe he's just got different taste buds. Taste buds, yeah, it's possible. It could happen. I don't know where. I don't know. Experience.